Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory we have with us this evening, uh, obviously more priests and another deacon from St. George down in Knoxville. Uh, we are very thankful to have them here with us as we celebrate the triumph of orthodoxy, the restoration of the icons to the holy churches. We are uh, this evening going to have Father Anthony, the Prostominos of St. George, uh, offer uh, a talk, a homily, uh, in commemoration of this particular Sunday of Lent. We especially uh, want to thank them for allowing us for the, when, to have the funeral at St. George uh, for Tracy. Uh, and it means a whole, whole lot to this community that you open your doors for us to be able to grieve in your holy place. And so we are very thankful that you are here with us this evening in our holy place uh, to stand before the altar and to beseech God and to pray as we're still praying for Tracy's soul and for all those that we love and hold dear. Father Anthony, if you will offer a word. Forgive me, I feel like a bishop almost between the, the, the stick and the chair. One thing about Parkinson's, you don't hide it. <laughs> so. And any of you who've had relatives who've had Parkinson's, or if you have it yourself, you know that uh, it comes and goes, the symptoms come and go. So, enough about that. Um, there's an old joke that I've heard applied to a number of preachers, but one of which was St. John Christum. And that is that he was approached by a couple people by speaking to, to a group. And so he says, I need you know, some, some days to prepare for a good 10-15 minute sermon. So 10-15 minutes, he goes, yeah, well, 10-15 minutes, it takes many hours to prepare for a good 10-15 minute sermon. No, 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 we want you to talk for two, three hours. In that case, I'm ready now. <laughs> when you see a priest coming without prepared text, caution. <laughs> We have how many hours tonight, anyway? <laughs> but no, no, on a more, more serious note, um, not too long ago, a few weeks back, it struck me as curious. I was looking through a, a, through a bulletin, through a, a, a little pamphlet, talking about books it was from a Catholic church, talking about books from a Catholic publisher. And all of a sudden, I saw two pages with, with books that were from Orthodox writers. So, wait, 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 what's going on? Then I realized, it said at the top of the page, of, of books from the East. So, okay. Which surprised me because here in the publication provided by the Catholic Church, oh, you, you would expect Catholic writing, right? Some of which is, is very good. Of course, we don't agree with all of it, but much of it, much of it is very good. But I did not expect to see Orthodox writings. And it, show, it tells me, and it tells all of us, I think, the example of how far we've come over the course of the, 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 the decades, uh, the, maybe the century or so, however long it's been. Orthodox Churchmen here in America because we've defined ourselves and as we celebrate the Sunday of Orthodoxy we have to remember we still define ourselves we define who we are sometimes people ask why the involvement because all, where we've been whether it's in Clearwater or Savannah or New Orleans or, or here we try to get involved with, with, with ecumenical work not selling out the church 
which sometimes you may make that confusion. And sometimes I've seen that. And of course, they're not like. But letting people know who we are, defining ourselves for the Western churches, defining ourselves, establishing who we are, showing who we are by how we pray and how we act. But that's the difficult part, how we act. It's how we pray. We don't do this, we don't pray to show off to people. We pray because of our relationship with Christ. We pray to communicate with Him. We pray to share one another with one another. His love that He offers us, sharing that love with one another. So the problem is how we act during the course of the week between those prayers as well. Because one thing is how we come, the attitude we bring with us into church. And that's a big, big, big aspect of who we are, how we, how we establish ourselves by our attitude, how we look at ourselves, how we look at those around us, how we look at Christ. I'm not saying if somebody is, is outgoing or somebody is, is introvert, that's irrelevant. How do they feel about themselves, how do they feel about their relationship with Christ, how do they feel about those around them? That's what's important. Because if we're, if we're of a difficult nature with people around us, that says something about ourselves. If we don't want to, want to speak to anybody, it's one thing to be an introvert, it's another to be aloof or arrogant. I'm not saying introverts are aloof or arrogant. There's a distinction between being an introvert and being aloof or arrogant. Just like there's a distinction between being somebody who's outgoing and somebody who cares about the people around them. Sometimes people who are outgoing are, are, are seen as people who, someone who cares about the people around them. Not necessarily the case. Because sometimes you present one face to the world, but then another face to reality. And that's what happens sometimes in churches. Sometimes we face, as Christians, we, we bring one face to church, but have another face that we look at with reality. Sometimes we don't see the reality. Sometimes we don't want to accept the reality. But the reality is there. Just like with the Orthodox faith, we teach Christ crucified. Sometimes we priests like to become personalities. That doesn't work. Any Orthodox priest has said before, and I'll say it again, an Orthodox priest who presents himself as a personality and does not preach, preach Christ crucified, walk away from him. Walk away from him. I want to say in the middle of the service, but walk away from him. <laughs> but walk away from him. Why? Because he's not preaching Christ. We're here to preach Christ. You may like me, you may not like me. You may like Father, Father, uh, uh, <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> You're trying to remember that's why. Father, Father Daniel, you may, not, may like him, may not like him. Father Denise, you may like him, may not like him. It doesn't matter. Who you like is your own. Now, if you don't like them or like us, the question then is why? Not because of us, because of your relationship with Christ. That's what needs to de define who we are as individuals. That's what needs to define us as who we are as Orthodox Christians. It's how we live is what people see. We can say the best things, we can say all the right things, but how we live is what people see. How we treat one another is what people see. How we, treat one, how we act towards one another is what people see as Orthodox Christians. So if, we, if we're out causing problems in the world because it's not what Jesus taught, is that the way to go about it? No. We live as Christ would have us live. We live as Christ taught us to live. There's no guessing work in how we should live and how we should act. 99% of the time when we've done the wrong thing, we know we've done the wrong thing. We may not admit to it, even to ourselves. We may say, well, there was an excuse. No, no, no. We know we did the wrong thing. If we're trying to find excuses, that's proof to us that we've done the wrong thing. Which means what? Which means we have to wake up to that. But thank God we have the sacrament of confession, which is taken up all too, too rarely. Because with the confession we unload the sins. Why? Because we all have sins. 
But all too often, we as Orthodox Christians, we have another problem. We tend to want to do things ourselves. Show how good, we, how good I fast. How well I pray. How much I give to the church. What I do for the people around me. We have a word for that. What is that? Pharisee. Right? First Sunday of preparation for a great Lent. Paul gave the Pharisee. The Pharisee didn't pray to God. He prayed to himself. We need to remember not to pray to ourselves. Not to make false idols for ourselves. But to follow Christ. Because he's the one who offered himself for our salvation. He didn't, we, didn't need, we, didn't, we didn't ask him to do it. We didn't need to ask him to do it. He saw the need and he addressed it. He took the initiative. We need to respond to his initiative every day. When we fast, not to fast just because it's this food or that food, it doesn't really matter. I remember this one gentleman, I've told folks like me a few times about this, one gentleman back when I was in Savannah, he was in his 80s. And he, had, he had diabetes. So he said, Father, he said, he would always have out in the altar. A guy about this tall. He would always have out in the altar. And he said, every, every time he came and serve, he'd ask me, he said, Father, forgive me because I had to eat take some toast this morning with my, with my medication, my shots. I said, I kept telling him, you don't have to ask forgiveness every time. You're forgiven. It's because of your illness. Don't worry about it. But he would ask every time. Why? Because he felt the need. Sometimes I can understand feeling the need. But at the same time, sometimes we take things too casually or too legalistic. You can fast perfectly, all the great length and then some. And then you line under the feast of the anesthesia, the resurrection, and line you look somebody else and say, What's he doing to keep me in line? You just blow it. Why? Because we're not supposed to judge one another. A lot of times we Orthodox, we like doing that. One another and sometimes other churches. It's not up to us to judge the Catholics and the Protestants and Presbyterians, well, all various Protestants and different churches. Whatever. Not up to us to judge them. We're not called to judge them. We're called to share with them who we are. Not to become them. Not to become them, but to share who we are. Not because we're greater than they are. We're sinners just like they are. But because we want to follow Christ the right way. They want to do the same thing. We do it according to the Orthodox way. Which is better with yours. The Lord will tell us. We believe, and I have no question about that belief, but ultimately the Lord will tell us, because I can be the best orthodox in appearance, and they just be told where else I'm going to go. Things being orthodox in our hearts, for Christ. If we, if we measure up to Christ, we measure up to those around us. If anybody around us who doesn't feel like we measure up to them, too bad. We need to measure up to Christ. So as we, as we live our faith every day, let's try to remember within ourselves, to live it to the best ability that we can, with the fullest that we can. We're going to fall short every day, but that's why we need Christ to fall, about, fall upon us and give it, get strength from Him. We cannot do it by ourselves. It's us with the Lord. This is the faith of the apostles. This is the faith of the fathers. This is the faith of the teachers of the church. This is the faith of the Orthodox. This is the faith upon which the, the world was established. May God bless us with the continued great Lent. Bless us throughout the rainy weeks of Great Lent. You know, just one week behind us so far. Bless us throughout the great, all the Great Lent and all the, all the year. God bless you and thank you. And thank you, Father, for the opportunity to words. I feel as if St. John the Evangelist has written us another epistle. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs>